Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Hi gang, welcome to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Manchester City, they got a special win at the Bernabeu, and now they're playing the Carabao Cup this weekend, but Chelsea need to get back on the wagon against Bournemouth. Oh, hello everybody. My name's Marcus. Jim, Luke and Peter here. Hello. Oh hello. my goodness. It's Friday. You're Everyone amb- get down. You're very ambitious with your intro, but you squeezed it all in. Just about. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're getting to the point where your ego is right and checks your body couldn't cash, but your body could cash it on that yeah. point. Thank you very much. Um, First yards in the um, Bryn. Yeah. Were you doing a little Tyson Fury voice no. there? No. That no. wasn't too, too, too yeah, far. Yeah, Tyson, it's done it. I'm going <laughs> to punch that bloke in the noggin. <laughs> Until he falls over. Yeah, that'll do. That'll yeah. do. That'll no, do. It seems to work for him. Yeah, you still... I mean, it's a very technical boxing. Are you still, still a boxing trainer? Yeah. Um, uh, let's not get into the fact that you thought those little lions was... Oh, uh, was, how many was, more times I love it. It's my favourite thing because I Hang find on, it so happened? adorable. Say you know, it, like, say it, say you know, like the, the cut guy, the cut man, yeah. uh, has a little lion, uh, in the, a little in cold the iron, yeah, to reduce the swelling because yeah. obviously um, Luke thought it was a little iron to iron down, like a hot iron to iron down the bumps. I know, the creases. I genuinely thought... To make him the wound. I know, I know, the creases. To make him look younger. I genuinely thought it was adorable. Is there any boxing fans out there listening... Mm. Um, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, who was the footballer that ironed his shirt on? 
Oh, uh, that, that was a baseball plate. That I want to say Romney did it. Yeah, when he was yeah. wearing it, he was wearing it, and he thought, "I'll just, I'll just iron my shirt." And oh, I've burnt myself. We'd well, like Pete. He probably thought the iron yeah. was really cold. There's always, uh, <laughs> there's always uh, a situation where you, you kind of, you kind of, there's a little bit of a crease, and you're like, I could probably just get away with doing a little. You've done oh, it. You've told me you've done it. Before. I've done it lots of times. Yeah, loads Why? of times. Lots of times. I burnt my neck. I've, Surely... I've got I've literally got a burn on my leg right now from an iron. I once isn't said... once enough to know that you shouldn't do that. Yeah, I remember saying to Pete once, I can't I've remember. I've seen you fall downstairs several that, times. That's he not the same. He doesn't thing. plan to. To be <laughs> yeah. fair, I am I am terrible at ironing. To be fair, yeah. but I remember <laughs> saying to you, Pete, it was one of these chats, and I said, "Well, you live and learn." And you went, "No, I just live." <laughs> <laughs> the learning has to Baby. catch up. And yeah. to be fair, you're at the table with us. <laughs> yeah, you're at the table with us. Where were you? When Manchester City beat Real Madrid in the Bernabeu, that'll be the question people will be asking for many years to come. It's a dull question, isn't it? It is very dull. <laughs> uh, but it's a great win, though, a marquee result for Manchester City in mm. the Champions League. And it's very important because they're, they're probably not going to win the Prem and they may be out of the Champions League for mm. uh, you know the, the ban and so on. We'll see what happens One there. One last hurrah. One last <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps it, it was Plucky yeah. Man City Cot- against Cot- all the odds <laughs> yeah indeed Jim Cotois made a save from him I think it was Mendy in the first half I think it was the first save he had to make properly and even if by some freak of luck I'd managed to save that mm. my my forearms would have exploded was it Jesus the one where he cut inside no Mendy absolutely smashed oh, okay. the ball at the keeper and, and yeah. with such force and he parried it yeah. very very adequately but I was like how hard yeah. can one ball be hit straight these, point blank at a man? These are top professionals we're dealing with. I know, yeah. but his arms must be... Blah. It's just his job, isn't it? Yeah. But still, though, one can be impressed. Uh, now, Pep Guardiola in these um, knockout stages of the Champions League has over-tinkered before, mm. it's mm. fair to say. Mm. Tink to the max. Yeah, however... Um, the tinkering seems to work. Seems to to work with good effect. I mean, Gabriel Jesus coming off the flank on uh, yeah. off the left flank, De Bruyne and Silva, kind of sort of central strikers. I mean, in very very basic layman's terms, it was yeah. sort of like a four four two lineup. But of mm. course, that's it's hardly going to be the case with Guardiola. Do you think it's a case that he just got away with this one a bit though? Because it does seem like he overthinks and, no, and I... does things that his players aren't necessarily used to. And surely that puts I mean, you at some sort of disadvantage. I asked David Cartlidge yesterday on OTC. He's you know, a bit of a Spanish. Beard, mm. and um, he said that um, you know, wait until the end of the second leg to see if this is a landmark result mm. for City or not. Because I, I, I came into that show yesterday thinking, oh, this to me feels a bit like a, as you alluded to, Marcus, mm. a bit of a breaking through a glass ceiling, a, a real signature result for Man City. And they deserved it, and they and they did deserve They're to brilliant. win. They did deserve to win, um, but it's difficult to know because because we also talked about without getting too too off topic that Bayern Munich looked great against Chelsea, yeah. but Chelsea. A kind of a perfect match of Bayern Munich because yeah. Chelsea are terrible without the ball, right? Yeah. So it's very difficult on a sample size of just one game mm-hmm. to know. But they, they, I mean, to go to the Bernabeu, particularly if you're Pep Guardiola, who's very passionate about mm-hmm. it, if it's any game he's going to overtinker, it's going to be this one because mm-hmm. of his history against Real Madrid and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you can't, it's can't, it can't be understated. No. Um, so it's a brilliant, brilliant result. But they're only halfway there. They're mm-hmm. halfway there, but it's a great result and it's a great performance. You, and you told me an, an amazing fact about Zidane and Pep. Probably not a fa- it's probably not a fact. I think I read... It, I've probably got it wrong, but oh, I think no. I read it's the first time they faced each other competitively. Yeah. I also read this. At club yeah. level. Yeah, at club level, at club level. Yeah. The, the, as players, Guardiola moved on probably. Before. Players and managers, I think. That's mm. interesting. They played against each other in an international uh-huh. friendly 
But Maybe they played together in their right said Fred tribute. They did. <laughs> they did. And, you know, and let's right not, said fraud. Let's yeah. <laughs> and let's not forget the drummer. No, as well. No, that no, guy no. Um, played by Lee Carsley, famously. I, I, I very much enjoyed Sergio Ramos. Uh, his, his red card. It was the softest red card he's yeah. ever conceded. Yeah, Sergio going to Sergio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost think his reputation preceded there, him yeah. there a little bit. I mean, it was his 26th red card. Yeah. So I know. So I'm not saying he didn't deserve it cumulatively. I'm just saying that he he's getting to an age where he can't even get yeah. proper red cards yeah. anymore. It was a little bit soft. He didn't complain too much from recollection when he when he walked off the pitch when the referee had Was no. there, was there actually any collision? Was there actually any touch? Minor contact. Think... Jesus. Was it Jesus who went down? It's just outside the area, if, right? If mm-hmm. ever there's a player that's going to get the opposite of the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah exactly. He doesn't deserve anything. Maybe no, the referee true. thought, you know what? Everyone else is doing it. Yeah, yeah. I want to get that. It's been a while. He probably yeah. wants one. Sign um, my red. How does this, Jim? How does this <laughs> fit in with um, your famous um, Pep Guardiola is a bold fraud agenda? <laughs> uh, like I say, I think he's been tinkering too much, and he's just got lucky. Yeah. He's, just, he's just got lucky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I had a squad like that, I'd give it a good go. You know, <laughs> I mean, for the money he earned, it should have been five nil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, perhaps you're 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 once again he aligning swap your... jobs with a nurse for a week, Marcus. <laughs> then that'd learn him at least a week. But. Yeah. Uh, you're sort of aligning yourself once again with Joe Hart, who reckoned mm-hmm. that if Manchester City had played a more usual kind of lineup with Aguero in yeah. there and, and so on, uh, they'd have won by more. Yeah, that's why Joe he's not there wants anymore, more. Isn't it? I mean, never go full Joe Hart. No, the, the only thing oh, come, you, the man's had only, a good career. You'll only yeah. let yourself down by your own inexplicable standards. Sorry, Don't be nasty so, to Joe. Sorry, Jim. Um, just so you, in case you've forgotten, he played quite a lot of times for England, so Marcus contractually can't <laughs> criticise him. He was man um, of the match you, in that home game against San Marino when England won about nine nil. Wow. See also, wow. See also, with examples. <laughs> Also, a bibliography, Jim, yeah. do you not remember that when they actually they said they used to have a voting thing where you could vote for anybody and the England fans being the knobs that they are voted Joe Hart in a 9-0 or whatever it was. Yeah. It did you vote for? It's funny. It's funny. Uh, I don't Jeez. believe I was registered in time. I remember when Sky Sports used to do that yeah. the people with the red buttons. Right. And, or you could call now, a number. Now they give you the choice of four. Every week, Jamie <laughs> Redknapp. Mm. Is that right? It, because, it, because, because he was so handsome. Everyone loves looking yeah. at him. Oh. But anyway, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so Joe, Joe, Hart's Joe, Hart, career. Joe Hart wasn't impressed. <laughs> but never go full Joe Hart. As okay. we all know, the only thing going worse than full Joe Hart is going full Danny Mills. True. And you never want to be. That's irredeemable right. then. Mm. Big Veng was impressed though. He said uh, when he was punditing, he was in the pundit box, said uh, once Manchester City equalised, Real Madrid didn't exist anymore. I love that. I love it's that very phrase. Philosophical. It didn't yeah. exist anymore. Sort of Camus-esque. Yeah, it's very French stereotype. Yeah, it's very um, sort of visceral and Sartre. dramatic and and, yeah. and, and severe, yeah. isn't it? More on Big Veng later, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. In the second half. That's not about offsides, is it? Certainly not. <laughs> yeah. Certainly not. But yes, but, but, but Guardiola's tactics—they did seem to work. I mean, what was interesting? Kevin De Bruyne said that sometimes the players don't know what he's going to do, and even yeah. they were surprised. But it shows you the quality of the players and how they buy into his methods mm. because they were a bit unsure themselves. So if they're unsure, the opposition certainly can't guess, but yeah. yet they executed the plan very, very well. But I this think. isn't unusual, though, is it, as, as you've alluded to? Mm. And he's been there a while now, so he has a good relationship with a lot of these players. Mm. So I feel like they, they know exactly um, how to react in certain scenarios. I remember reading about um, when Mikel Arteta um, was first giving interviews as Arsenal manager, he was talking about how he and Guardiola work, which is that they'll go through a particular scenario, which is 
tackling someone coming in from the left or whatever. And they're like, okay, so there are eight ways to do this. <laughs> so like every, every, every eventuality and scenario is thought about. So if all of those players have that, I suppose, total football style knowledge, yeah. adapting to a new system with players you know under a manager you know is probably a bit easier than it is if like someone new is coming in and going, right, we're going long ball today. Mm. So I think you'd be a fucking nightmare to Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> really? You'd have, to, you'd have to be a nerd, wouldn't you? You wouldn't be able to... I mean... It's not Steve Bruce. Let's play. Yeah, even if, <laughs> yeah. Even if it was your mate, like, you wouldn't be able to get any kind of like relaxing kind of chat out of him. How are you then? Play yeah. away. What do you think of that beautiful painting? You go, you're at a museum with Guardiola. What do you think of that beautiful painting? Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It reminds me of that time I, I switched to a, a deep block <laughs> against yeah. um, Real Madrid. And it's like, shut up, switch <laughs> off. Well, that's why he looks like he... When he's after like a big win, he looks like a man experiencing the female orgasm. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, in post-match interviews, he's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we played the perfect." <laughs> Where's Nathan Redmond? Where's Nathan Redmond? <laughs> he does look a bit annoyed sometimes. He does get a little bit prickly at times. Oh yeah. You know, but then all managers do in their own way. Especially ways. bald ones, because it gets it grows, doesn't it? Yeah, it gets it gets like a bit of anybody, a stubble on his head. Anybody, he does. <laughs> it's literally prickly, isn't it? Ingrown. Yeah. <laughs> anybody who uh, Joe Hart over there. Anybody who has uh, De Bruyne <laughs> on their uh, fantasy league team have got to be happy because he'll be on pens the rest of the season. Morning. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. They scored one. Come on. It was a lovely right. penalty as well. Properly, like just sort of cushioned along the turf. Yeah. It's Kevin De Bruyne. I know, right? It's, <laughs> like, yeah. Why is he not taking more? It's, it's annoying because if he had missed it, we would have been. A, Lot, a lot closer to Edison taking it. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, and you know Edison was Kevin Pressman in it into yeah. the top corner. <laughs> yeah. um, Raheem Sterling came off the bench. A lovely substitute to have, of course. Not bad, is it? Much aplomb. Mm. Uh, and, and, and so on. But yeah, it just it was a great night for, for Manchester City and they need to make the most of it because they may skip a few competitions of the Champions League. <laughs> soon does, it make, does it make it more or less likely that they're going to win the EFL Cup final on Sunday? You're not calling it the Carabao? Nah. All right. I'm uh, only one sponsor got my heart, and that's Betway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the League Cup, as we'll call it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, they will be favourites going in against Matt. 100%. Uh, yeah. Do you think it makes them more or less likely to win? <laughs> I think it doesn't make any difference. They'll just so win I, anyway. I put this to you guys. If Villa do pick up the trophy, will John Terry wear a Chelsea or Villa kit? <laughs> 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 yeah. Half and half. He'll get Pete, he'll get Pete <laughs> Donaldson to uh, sew him up one of those famous yeah. half and halves he likes to yeah. do. So um, do, do you think Villa have got any chance here? Because, yeah. I mean... It's a like, game of football between two teams. Indeed, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Laporte um, is probably not going to play because he, he came off again, didn't he? There's talk that, uh, uh, that, that that might be a little bit of a niggle for a while. And Dean Smith said after the Southampton game, I said to them before the game, we've got 13 cup finals, got beat today and deservedly so, and players have played themselves out of yeah. another cup final next week, which is big words. Jimmy, you also said it's not on me, it's on them. Yeah. And he, Love he's that. He's right, he's right. So, I mean... There the opposite Joe Hart yeah. yeah no it isn't my fault yeah. I don't set high standards myself it's on them they've let themselves down yeah. by my standards yeah. but yeah uh, I mean could this have come at quite a good time for Villa this sort of performance against Southampton as it did for Southampton against Leicester and actually it kicked them up a gear I mean is there a this is a pretty good carrot in terms of when you get you you know train hard get back into the team cup final bit of a break from all the stress of the relegation battle City are obviously amazing so that you know nobody really expects much well I think that the the only slight positive you could try and squeeze out of it for Aston Villa is that Manchester City have gone away from home in the Champions League yes uh, and in a very demanding match yeah. um, but I still think that that won't you know, make too much of a difference mm. I, I would say that was it I'd say the, the, the result against Southampton for Aston Villa I mean I 
no, I, I wouldn't have thought. Well, they've, got, they've had eight days. I mean, they've essentially had double the rest of City mm. have had, which, which will be a factor. Yeah, but uh, but unfortunately, Manchester City's team is is, is a they're, lot better. Their I just, footballers are better. Yeah, Pepe, just, Pepe might rest a lot of players though, just to be. Well, you know, he could do. Well, yeah. it. Villa might drop a uh, hundred grand on that bloke who hacked um, Pep's emails. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mind games. He was trying to sell those emails. Sell yeah. Those. Was, it, was, I'm surprised yeah. this hasn't happened sooner. Like these mm. football hackers. How do yeah. you sell an email? Hey, it's a strange. I mean, What's the was, process? Some hacker was reported uh, to have yeah tried to sell uh, Guardiola's private emails for 100 grand. Mm. He said, he said, I mean, they're all just going to be about football, aren't they? Even the naughty ones. There's no like, scandal there. So it, was yeah. like, it was like a gotcha kind of hidden camera yeah. kind of uh, sun, sun uh, nonsense, but uh, it was a just an IT chance I've just gone, I've, I've got Joe Hart's personal email address. I've got a Vincent Company's company's yeah. personal email address. Yeah. Oh, what a cool! Yeah, yeah. This just is the gimme, most... gimme, gimme. They've probably changed it now, haven't they? <laughs> Imagine you paid a hundred grand for him, and then you get, get them all dropped <laughs> through, and the subject line was like four four two four three three deep block. But, but you, um, apparent, yeah. apparent, no, but it's even worse than that because uh, apparently that some of the emails uh, talked about potential transfer targets, including Matthias Delict, which they didn't get, and Socrates. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> probably just from a bit there's of software the, as well, isn't there's it? The, there's the, He's there's, lying. there's the big yeah. reveal. Yeah. <laughs> right, excellent. A player who they're never going to sign, and a player that they didn't sign. But we, yeah. I mean, we know all this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, if those are highlights, and just a well, hundred grand for this. Do you reckon? Do you reckon he, he, he's just he's just got he's basically just managed to register <laughs> Pep Guardiola at hotmail.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's massively overshot yeah. it. All right, I'll pay you ten grand for the first one that comes in. <laughs> Oh, I'm happy to have won that game. <laughs> it's not him, is it? It's not him. Yeah. Actually, maybe Jose Mourinho would be interested in buying that, so he could just keep dropping particular <laughs> phrases that Guardiola yeah. had used into yeah. his press conferences. Like, that sounds familiar. No. Oh, he's in my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I should say, by the way, that this is quite a, uh, a stat from Opta. Pep Guardiola has become the manager with the most wins in Champions League knockout games. 28, Sabazi, Carlo Ancelotti, Jose Mourinho and Sir Alex Ferguson. It is impressive. Uh, it's impressive. You know? But yeah. cybersecurity is wanting. Yes, mm. and it doesn't win you a trophy, that stat, does it? <laughs> no. But it could do, though, if you keep improving yeah. that stat. Stats well, now... It has done, yeah, you know, okay. really. Foot, football stats now exist almost exclusively mm. as a crutch for football fans who don't feel happy about how many trophies the club they support haven't won. Yes. Mm. So who are you thinking? Tottenham fans? Any of them. Yeah. Man City fans in this case because of Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. That was Opta though. That was Opta. Yeah, but Opta's. Uh, no, but I know that. But Opta's job is clearly to f- to provide stats and information to football clubs and to yeah. outlets to make to uh-huh. make their job more interesting and easier and, yeah. and to understand it better. But they also have a good line in mm. social media stuff where they drop stuff and it's going to be shared by fans who go, well, actually, we may not have won this or that, but we, if you actually look at the stats, we're this, this, and this, yeah, yeah. and it and it helps them to true. do that. A lot of those stats mm. will have been from Barcelona though. That's true. And Bayern. That's true. But only two Champions League wins. Mm. Only two. Just the two. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He better hurry up because yeah. time's ticking away. It certainly is. You know, same as Alex He's Ferguson, only, he's only a couple of games Fer- away from... It was Ferguson's big regret. They only won two Champions League. It was. Yeah. Absolutely. But two is better than one, <laughs> lest I forget. Exactly. Uh, all right then. Well, yes. So we think Man City are going to beat Aston Villa. Um, so there we are. Well, do, do, I mean, the seismic think, revelations would you, yeah. as ever. <laughs> would you stick your neck on the line either of you, any of you guys and say you think Villa have got a good chance? I think Villa might have them going for a bit, but I, 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 I can't see them. Just prevent a shooing. Like I want Villa to win. City, I think. Yeah, I, think I, want, I, I, I want Villa to win as well. I think you know, just you know, genuinely, most of the time you support the underdog, don't you? So it'd yeah. be nice if they can actually just click into gear and um, and yeah. I just feel like something that's maybe gone underplayed a little bit on this on this show is that the, what a miss John McGinn has been. He was mm-hmm. McGinney Esther, as they were calling him. Was, <laughs> was playing really well before he got his injury, and I think that's that's really it's a shame. Cost them points. 
McGinn for the win. Mm. All right, um, let's go to uh, the Premier League where Watford hosts Liverpool. Incredibly, this week, Liverpool nearly didn't beat West Ham. Mm. I'll tell you what, I almost turned turned my TV on. When I heard about that. It was was, was a strange match considering obviously how brilliant Liverpool have been and how poor West Ham have been. But to see Liverpool go behind at Anfield these days, you don't see that too much in recent times, do you? Bizarro. Um, They were aided, of course, with the goalkeeper, Jim, who uh, the first goal he might have done better. Yeah. And the second goal should have done a lot better. Mm. Indeed. So sorry, which, which goalkeeper do you, you mean, Allison or, the or West Fabianski? Ham goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, because well, Allison I think could have done could have done better on one of the West Ham goals as well, which again is a rare thing to say. Very true. Um, but, but yeah, oh, the the Fabianski one, the the, the second one. Yeah, it's oh, like stop. It's the last thing you need. Absolutely, the last thing you need yeah, at like, Anfield right <laughs> through his. Hand. Oh God, <laughs> I don't know why goalkeepers don't like drop to their knees. Like mm. drop down like that with their knees closed yeah. because so often you see it go through someone's hands mm. and then nutmeg them. It's like yeah. oh, you've oh, got instantly. you've got two potential gates there. Why have you left one of them? I've just got a really big bum. So, the, so yeah. the, 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 it's quite interesting, isn't it? When you get into, I, I'm not a goalkeeping theory expert, but there used to be a goalkeeper used to go onto one knee mm-hmm. yes. and provide mm. a barrier behind yeah. his hand, mm. or he would grow a really big bum. <laughs> would, yeah, he would True. instantly do a poop. Yeah, it would block the ball from going into the net. Poop out a new ball and say, "That's the old ball. The new ball's here, and I've got it in my hand." <laughs> so did they, they used to game. have an opening in the shorts. Yeah, yeah. just to let a, a, a defensive poop pop out. Right. What a, re- what a reflex that would be. Is that why the pictures off? used to look so muddy? That's why, <laughs> that's why the keepers always look so worried. Yeah, because they were just at any point could um, drop drop trow. Yeah. and go. It can't get any better than this. <laughs> It just can't. I, mean, I feel that this is frivolous to say now, but I think now what they do is they do it in the way they do it now to try and get up on their feet quicker so they can right. start an attack. Right. And also, with um, the reason you see a lot more goalkeepers parrying now, I think, is because yeah. if you if you I mean punching, sorry, if you punch, you know you're going to get a good hit on it. If you just mm. if you try and catch it, and you drop it, you're in big trouble. I yeah. wonder if it's the rise of the fist emoji. Might be to do with that. <laughs> yeah, it could be to do with that as well. well you can't so underestimate. The eminently influence. possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I mean, this obviously it is weird that West Ham came so close to winning it, but obviously Liverpool turned it around. And you're right, it does seem weird, the idea of Liverpool not winning. And I've gone past the point of thinking, surely they're not going to win every game apart from that draw they had against Man United. Yeah. But like, I've gone, as I said, I've gone past that point and I'm just sort of assuming that they will now, yeah. which, is, which is absolutely phenomenal. So they, um, they're, I think, are they four wins away now? From, yes. from winning the yeah. Premier League? So there's an interesting set of circumstances around that. So... Um, even if Man City win all of their games, uh, Liverpool would win the title if they win the next four matches. So half of those games come before Man City play, which obviously gives them a bit of an advantage. So the fourth at the moment is scheduled to be at home against Crystal Palace, uh, which would be potentially poetic really revenge for Chris Ball mm-hmm. uh, that time uh, when, when Brendan... Was it Hodgson? No, when Bre- uh, Brendan Rodgers uh, nearly won the title, but it kind of fell apart there. And obviously Roy Hodgson yeah, being in all. town as well. Yeah. So that's well, that was Pulis's palace, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Obviously Hodgson, former Liverpool manager, yeah. who I don't think is particularly popular. In Indeed. Those no, yeah, was, despite the statue. It, it, his statue is very, very unpopular. <laughs> yeah. There's been it's a couple like of... It's one, isn't it? Yeah, there's been a couple of uh, movements to actually get it removed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So, right. If, because, if it's made in, because it's made entirely of um, regret. Re- rest assured, ladies and gentlemen, I will be chaining myself to that statue. Yeah. With Joe Hart. Marcus will superglue himself yeah. to Roy Hodgson's bottom. You will walk alone if you have to. <laughs> um, so, right, if, if Chelsea beat, um, if Liverpool beat Chelsea in the FA Cup fifth round, then that game will be postponed. And that would mean that their fourth Premier League match would be against Man City. Yes. So wherever, there's going to be narrative. There's a lot of narrative. There's a lot of potential narrative. So what Man City could do, essentially, is chuck in a couple of games so they don't have to see Man- yeah. Liverpool win this whole at the Etihad. Yeah. yeah. 
it, but would they then have to give them a guard of honour? It's not ideal either way. Is no, it right? isn't. It's not ideal either way. <laughs> but I'm glad you, you've 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 straightened that out for us, Jim. Uh, I mean, Liverpool's next couple of games in the uh, in the Premier League are Watford, as you, yep. you mentioned, and um, and Bournemouth at home. I mean, so, <laughs> so they should be okay. Yeah, but we thought that about West Ham, and they yeah. gave them a bit of a scare. But they still won. Is that what it's come to? They yeah. still won. I I thought to myself, I've got a lot of stuff to do because this, this game was on Monday night. Of course, yeah. I've got a lot of stuff to do tonight. Yeah. I think Liverpool are going to win fairly handily, if I'm mm, honest. Yeah. So I'll put it on the radio. Yeah. And it got to the point where I thought, I'm switching to the TV here. Yeah. Because I could be witnessing history. You could be. And yeah. I wasn't. No, not sadly. ultimately <laughs> not. Ultimately yeah. not. Um, uh, Jamie Carragher was talking about Trent Alexander-Arnold, as you'd expect. And he said he'd never seen a fullback with, who's had such an influence on a team before. And he's, he's got a good yeah, point Ridiculous, there. isn't he? Well, he's, yeah, he, his uh, stats are unbelievable. I mean, these stats, I think, are helpful despite what yes, you were yeah. saying about... But if, if Liverpool yeah. somehow didn't win the league this season, they might be leaning on this stat a bit more. <laughs> that's, that's merely my point. <laughs> they are going to win the league. Yeah. Uh, he's created 73 chances for his team this season. The next uh, one of his teammates down on that list is, is Mo Salah, who's created 44. Yeah. I mean, what mm. a drop-off that is. Phenomenal. Now, interestingly, Robertson is next on that list with 42, so it shows you again, yeah. as we know, with the, with the full-backs. But it is phenomenal. He's only 21 well, as well. I, I think that's exactly yeah. that you've touched on what... what what the exact explanation for this is. I think this is a, a symptomatic of the changing role of fullback. I think in any generation past, probably both Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson would have been wingers, mm. but now their attributes are are mm. suited to the modern role of fullback. So a lot of people say, oh, should is he a, is he a fullback? Should he play further up in, in future? People I think saying he should play centre midfield. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And uh, he clearly has the talent to play in, in a number but of positions. But I think this is the, I suppose, the first example of mm. like of this this modern era fullback, in almost the, like superstar player that, we, that we've got. Maybe in this country, yes, he's a very modern so. user of social media as well. On Twitter, on February the tenth, he was doing a, a hashtag Ask Trent, uh, and all of his answers were incredibly boring. Well, they, uh, at least a lot has... of people asking questions about Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Elise was asking, uh, if you had to get stuck in a lift with any player, who would you choose? Hashtag Ask Trent. He replied, I wouldn't get stuck in a lift. I wouldn't want to be stuck well, in a get lift. Get into the spirit of it, Charles. Don't do it. Just choose someone. Yeah. I mean, if he indeed it was right him out. doing it. Yeah. Know, <laughs> Which was... it may well not have been. No, exactly. exactly. But, you know, Often what... top footballers don't control their own Twitter feeds. What? Lest it... You very much know the ones who do. <laughs> I, I, I do regret... Um, Wrestling this back to being about Trent Alexander-Arnold's football, oh, right. and I, I further regret even bringing in the <laughs> idea of a heat map. But I am going to do it on this occasion because oh, yeah. in the game against West Ham, mm. it looked from the heat map mm-hmm. that he has he had more touches in the opposition half than he did in his own half, yeah. which you'd expect. But if you think about it, based on what you just said there, Jim, about the idea of the modern fullback, Danny Alves-esque, it's kind of a, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of interesting because mm. I think when we started doing this show, however many years ago it was, I don't think we would be having that conversation. No, and so he the the, the what we what we sometimes forget when we talk about positions evolving is we forget that for them to evolve, certain players have to do certain things. Yeah. And you're right to bring up Danny Alves, who, 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 who kind of pushed the role on. Before him, it was Cafu mm. who did it. And, and Alexander Arnold's doing it now. He's mm. essentially, beca- what Carragher's saying, I think, is he's essentially become a playmaker. Yes. He's mm. a playmaker for a team in a non traditional way, not in a number 10 mm. where he pulls the strings, but he is just saying, I will reliably deliver you yeah. this amount of decent crosses every single yeah. game. And that's an amazing thing to have. Indeed. I mean, 73 chance creators say Mo Salah, who plays up front, who's a creative player and loves an assist as well mm. as a goal, of course. Especially mm. playing in that front three where in, they share it out. In, indeed, 44. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the <laughs> golf is such a huge drop-off. And and I know people are saying, well, fullbacks have been attacking for years and blah, blah, blah. Even Jack Charlton said that in the mid-90s. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. But the point is that this this sort of 
you know, right-sided player, left-sided, but right-sided in, in these terms, it's you just give the whole right side to him. The, the, Danny Alves, you see, and as you say, when we started doing this show, you know, however many years ago it was, uh, certainly in this country that wasn't the case. But fullbacks still attacked, but not to the extent. It was like a supplementary well, overlap. Danny Alves, attack, yeah. you used to have Danny Alves, as you say, with the heat maps and how many touches he'd have and all that kind of stuff. It was largely in the final third. Mm. Yeah. The final third. They're but an outball. Indeed, but, but Barcelona were a possession-based side. Liverpool, this Liverpool side, I mean, they can keep possession, but they're not really a possession-based side, if you see what I mean. Mm. So the energy he has to do to sort of get up and down, it, it's I think, utterly... Is, it, is there an argument that modern midfielders are now coached in a way where they're, they're more aware of covering the space left by the fullback? Probably, yeah. Possibly. They've that. got a lot of industry in there, and especially if Henderson's playing on the yeah. right side of the three, you know, he, he can cover. It's only, it's only Kevin De Bruyne who's created more chances in the Premier League this season than it, it, yeah, Absolutely yeah. right. And he's... And he's Despite what, despite what Liverpool have done this season, I mean, you, yeah. you would hit, certainly hear an argument for De Bruyne to be the best player in the Premier mm, League. Absolutely. All we're saying is that young Trent is giving us a flicker of hope for the summer. Nine England caps so far. Yeah, I, there'll be a few more. Yeah, you remember every single one of them. How many games to the final? Would it be seven? <laughs> yeah. I don't worry about that at this point, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get to the second round. Mm. Um, yeah, Watford. Um, they'll probably lose, won't they? Yeah. Do you want to do emails? Yeah. An upset, <laughs> even a draw? It's a, it seems <laughs> unlikely, but they'll see West Ham and think, all right, Liverpool Liverpool can be got at. <laughs> seems unlikely. All right, let's have some emails, Pete. You email show at footballrambledaily.com And now Pete is reading it out. Well done. Hello to Andy Bean. Uh, he's in Los Angeles, Bino. California. Bino. Ramble enthusiast and by day a music maker for various children's cartoons. Oh, uh, I was at cool. the piano the other day writing a nice tender ballad about the friendship between two cartoon dogs. Uh, the song was coming along nicely but was sounding a little familiar. Turns out I was accidentally ripping off uh, the email jingle for the uh, Ramble. <laughs> He's not sent an, an example but I would very much like to hear uh, yeah. what you came up with, uh, Andy Bean. I, I, don't I encourage feel, it. I feel you should give permission for him to use that. Oh, massive. No, I don't, did, I didn't do write not the song, encourage did I? this pathetic plagiarism. <laughs> it was the same people who uh, did the original song. Yeah. Um, Dan, dear Ramblers, what a year it has been for front-bottom related words in European football this oh, season. Blimey. First of all, we began the season with uh, Pookie, which in Bahasa in uh, Malaysia uh, means vagina. Mm. Uh, so the Pookie party that Norwich fans were enjoying at the start of the season had very different connotations in <laughs> the Southeast Asia. <laughs> oh, then, on, then on Tuesday, we had Chelsea Bayern in the Champions League. The hashtag for the game was, of course, uh, hashtag Chibe, uh, which in uh, Hokkien uh, also means vagina. Uh, this too caused much merriment for many fans watching in Singapore, as clearly many of us are gloriously immature. If we're lucky, we'll get a hat-trick between now and the end of the season. Keep up the good work, Dan, in Singapore. It's particularly bad news for the up-and-coming Watford uh, fullback Jamie Fanny. It really is. Well, Rod Fanny. Rod Fanny. Rod Fanny. Yeah. Well, how could you forget him? Stefan, was, Stefan Kuntz, of course. Was, Red, was Rod Fanny the, enemy, the original enemy of football? That's right. He stopped that. Mm. Lucas Moura would have scored the greatest mm. goal of all time. It's yeah. also worth remembering that he's, Rod Fanny's full name is Rod Dodgy Fanny. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, and Jim, you are absolutely right. It is always worth remembering. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Voltaire, uh, I think it's Ingthorsen, has uh, emailed in. Uh, presented without comment, <laughs> picture of the Napoli-Barcelona uh, match. And um, uh, the referee who is tending to uh, uh, an injured player 
Big penis. Big old wanger. Whoa. Guys, I hate to get toilet time, but... I was thinking about how I was going to phrase that, and I just thought, nope, yep. big nope. penis. Yeah. Dressing yeah, yeah. to the right, big old wanger. Could it be his disappearing spray that he's put down there for safekeeping? It could possibly be. Yeah. It's but the only explanation. See t- <laughs> the only other explanation. Yeah. It would be very... If it has been used recently, it would be called and therefore unwelcome. Which are you referring to? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did you see after the game... Uh, Maradona was going on about well, if Messi played for Napoli, we'd never take them to the levels. It's just like shout out, mate. Have you yeah. seen what you've been up to recently, <laughs> exactly. Diego Maradona? Wow. Uh, yes, if you want to get to the show, this is how to do it. Well done indeed, everybody. Right, let's have a break. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Well, 
Welcome back to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Yes, thank you very much for listening. If you would like to support us further, we would very much appreciate that. You can do so by signing up to our Patreon. Soon to be a lot of new rewards added on there. It's patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily, fairly obviously. Um, and if you don't want to do that, that's absolutely fine. We still welcome and appreciate support, mm. but you could help us further by leaving us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Give us a five-star rating oh, on yeah. there. Tell us that you like the show. It helps other people to find us. It helps the success of the show. And uh, you give a bit back. Indeed. We give you a show for free. You give us a review. If you're feeling extra generous, you give us a Patreon subscription, patreon.com forward slash football round with daily. Everyone is happy. And I do mean everyone, mm. uh, including us. And it's the kind of encouragement that Pete takes to heart and mm. therefore produces more jingles. Yeah. Correct. Would you guarantee if, if we got, say... 200 people giving five star reviews yeah. off the back of this episode oh, yeah. and a couple of Patreon people mm. you chuck a new jingle in that jingle box I would chuck a new uh, <laughs> after 200 patrons okay patrons alright mm. challenge is on 200 patrons challenge sign up guys doesn't matter what tier patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily football ramble daily they, right then seriously the music Ooh. is expensive <laughs> yeah, it is it is uh, and he's got his own mouth to feed. Right, yeah. uh, Chelsea, they were gubbed 3-0 by Bayern this week in the Champions League. Of course, they're away to Bournemouth in the Premier League. Uh, shame for Chelsea. Um, but there was a big a big gulf in class. Huge gulf in class. Between the two sides. Yeah, generally. it was it was uh, kind of... I don't know, they, they did all right in, uh, in the opening stages of the game, but particularly once Bayern scored, they just took control didn't they they're such a slick team and mm. uh, and as you say Luke Chelsea are not uh, that impressive without the ball and Bayern I just think it was tailor made for Bayern exactly yeah they're, just, me, yeah. They're, they're just perfectly set up to take advantage of that they're so so slick and so incisive and if something doesn't work out they just mm. try again don't they can, can I chuck something into the mix oh, I yeah, don't do think so. it's stated enough on this show and we are in the vanguard of this kind of thing and we should do it more I don't think we make enough of the idea that uh, Marcus Alonso is a complete idiot <laughs> yeah He's a complete bellend. Uh, why, why, but why have you suddenly brought that up again? Because he got sent off. I was yeah, yeah, actually, right, right. you yeah. know what? That wasn't particularly moronic sending off yeah. because mm. it was his second attempt at landing an elbow. It's like yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if you do that once and you get away with it, like, you know, you're an idiot, but check yourself, <laughs> wind yourself in, go, okay, had that connected, I'd have got sent off. You don't yeah. go, what? I've, I've got to make well, up for that now. It happened Ridiculous. with Arturo Vidal in the game against Napoli where he, he, he puts a massive late reduce on someone. Now, I don't care how long you've been playing the game and at yeah, what level, yeah. you know you're going to get booked for that. Yeah, We've yeah. all played football at an amateur level, you know when you've done something wrong, mm. you know you're going to get booked. So for him in a, in a really important game mm. to then follow that up by sticking the head on someone and getting, he, he basically, I don't know if you guys didn't see it, the referee just went up to him and just went one yellow, two yellows, red. Yeah. Yeah. Basically saying one for the tackle, one for the reaction. Yeah. It's absolutely unforgivable. It's the same with Marcus Alonso. You, you just mm. described it absolutely right, Jim. The way he behaved and the way he did that in the situation they are in, they need all the help they can get for the second level. They're going to have any chance at all. The game's yeah. gone. You're 3-0 down at home. Don't do something like that. Well, and also stupid. as well, at 3-0, I mean, the game is as good as over. Yeah. At 4-0, the game is over, you would say. But at 3-0, I mean, who knows? They could have a... Spe- one no, of those that game is over, Mark. Well, I would say it was, but... But, but it's, it's more it over now with players being sent off and suspended. Absolutely. And, stuff, and it yeah. would have been more over, if you like, if they'd have got 4-0. And I think to, to myself, like, what on earth are you playing at, man? I, I, I completely agree. What do you say to him if, you, if you're a manager? Yeah. He's also got, like, young players around him. I think I said on the continent yesterday, it's a real wake-up call for players like Rhys James and Mason Mount who played in the right-hand side against... Well, those two did okay, actually. They, they did, but against the pace of Alfonso Davis oh, and, and the quality a, of... What a quality player he is. ...of Gnabry, it was, it, was, it was difficult for them. 
you don't want to be looking over and seeing a senior no. pro behaving like that's that. That's the it's last not, thing. It's yeah. not a great thing. Especially as well, and it goes beyond that, doesn't it? Because the sheer amount of young players they've got coming through that need to need to be led by the example and also have the steady steady heads on, especially yeah. when the game's getting away from you. Yeah. It's steady just, heads. Yeah. Steady heads. It, he, it, Marcus Alonso w- would learn from the young players they have based yeah. on that. Yeah, good point. He's an yeah. idiot. Would, would, so it's not always case, nice to have a Marcos say, in there. Is it not nice to have a Marcos in there in this situation? Mm. Well, it, it, it's very much it's a Marcos, not a Marcos. True. It's, it's important <laughs> distinction. Yeah. Although I believe, in fact, I'm 100% sure yeah. when it suited him, mm. Mr. Speller has Was claimed claiming the Marcos. The Marcos yeah. Yeah. I, I don't recall the incident. No, I'm sure you don't. Wenger. All right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Alfonso Davies, brilliant on the pitch, brilliant on social media. Yeah. What a future. Yeah. What a present. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my goodness. But yes, uh, but Chelsea. I mean, what about this? Now, this piqued my interest. John Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. Has claimed Seen him twice. That he did. <laughs> that has claimed that the Bayern players were drinking with him in a hotel bar the night before the match. Yeah. He said, on the power, I love this, on the, pa- Pete, you'll relate to this, on the power of whiskey and beer, they overpowered Chelsea last night, which doesn't say much for Chelsea's drinking habits. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So I heard this on the radio interview. Come on. And did you also hear that um, he's got a weird kind of, um, I don't want to use, right, use the right word, he's got a weird contact interaction thing going on with Patrick Bamford. John Bon Jovi spill the beans well Patrick Bamford is a huge fan of Bon Jovi Mm. and John Bon Jovi heard about this and then on this radio interview you're referencing later on he said oh um, because I think John Bon Jovi's written a song for the Invictus Games yeah, for like okay. um, veteran um, athletes like like their version of the, kind of which the Harry uh, does yeah he does it's only Harry now he's meeting Harry at Abbey Road uh, today yeah. and if you google John Bon Jovi if you've Googled John Jovi over the past couple of days, for whatever reason, loads of tabloids um, yeah. preemptively try and game the statistics on Google by writing just any old shite about the person yeah. that mm, Prince yeah. Harry is meeting. So, uh, you know, we can learn what John Jovi's uh, well, tattoo of a bison means. So he said, he said he's written this <laughs> song. Turns out it means a bison. So he's yeah. written this song called Limitless about the Invictus Games. And oh. he said, oh, I was dedicated to Patrick Bamford. Anyway, <laughs> obviously. Excellent. Don't dedicate it to Patrick Bamford. That's not what it's for. It's for the Invictus Games. Yeah, so it's not exactly. Literally for that. It's not what you expect. But anyway, John Bon Jovi, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, (laughs) I've got a story that you're like, you're particularly like this, Marcus. Mm -hmm. So obviously, I know some people at this radio station. A friend of mine was researching when Bon Jovi came on, and because he's an AP and he's only very young, Mm -hmm. he didn't know any of Bon Jovi's song. Mm -hmm. Right, keep talking. So he sat there on the internet looking for songs that they can play Mm -hmm. music under the bed as little things when when Bon Jovi Mm -hmm. comes, John Bon Jovi comes in. Yeah, and he he's sitting there. And he takes his headphones off from his little computer workstation. And he turns around because someone's behind him. And he looks. He goes, oh, I can't. I don't. I don't know what the best song is. I don't. Know, I don't know which one to choose. I don't. What his, I don't even know what his most famous one is because it's way before my time. And John Bon Jovi himself is standing behind him, puts a hand on his shoulder, and goes, "It's always, brother." <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so, yeah. Always oh, the one. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd agree with that. Oh man, I'd it's, agree with that. It's always, brother. Well, that is in, that ultimately inspired the our email jingle, didn't it? Always. Yeah. I mean, it did, it's yeah, very much always. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's the vibe, isn't it? Very and, much uh, so. well, surely, surely they should have played Midnight in Chelsea, which I know is his mm. solo career. I'm sure everybody's aware of that, <laughs> uh, but it was a big hit nonetheless. It wasn't, wasn't a big hit. It was not a big hit. Midnight in Chelsea was a hit. No, it was it's not, not the one from were Young Guns Two, is it? Were you yeah. um, were you made aware of this by your Bon Jovi Google alerts or just <laughs> from bon Jovi the media? I just uh, I, when you've got the faith, you know, you've got to keep the faith, <laughs> yeah. as I always say. Then you just you're just aware. When of you've obtained the faith, keep the faith. I'd never heard of it, but Midnight in Chelsea got to number four in the UK singles chart. Yeah, right, mm. That's a hit. I think we can That's all agree that the pinnacle is the uh, Living on a Prayer goat remix. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, lovely to have uh, John Walsh over there. Yeah, that's Bournemouth Chelsea, Chelsea done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, just, all, uh, I was just going to say that obviously Chelsea need to get back on the wagon. Bournemouth need a win. Yeah, this Can is... they ease the pressure on poor old Eddie Howe? Probably not. I feel sorry for Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, so do I. This is the perfect game for Chelsea in a way, though, isn't it? Um, because Bournemouth are so vulnerable good. and indeed not yeah. very good and they will not punish you if you're not very good without the ball mm-hmm. um, so they can get back on the wagon and um, get back on the wagon Chelsea win no yeah. one suggesting they've been boozing I mean actually John actually, Wajobi, John Wajobi been, was yeah. saying that they've, <laughs> they've not been doing it very well so maybe yeah. they should yeah, get off the wagon. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> indeed, indeed. And I'll spare you all the John, all, all the Bond Jovi puns. He's getting a bit blaze of glory now, isn't it? Yeah, well, Wag- are, wagons uh, everywhere. There we are. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. Uh, oh, yes, it's the Big Bird Derby. Uh, Brighton versus Crystal Palace. Seagulls versus Eagles. Can you do a Don Henley? <laughs> Can you do... <laughs> Can you do an eagle and a seagull impression and let people know the difference between them? Uh... So do a seagull first. <clears throat> Go, yeah. It's good. Jim, and get then, off his crotch. <laughs> What's yeah. an eagle? Never. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm oh, an eagle. <laughs> I wish they sounded like that. Oh, say, can you say? It's <laughs> a Yorkshire eagle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what does an eagle sound like? Probably quite similar. I think it's probably more of a. Like that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, sound like more an like eagle. Like a, mm. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. good yeah. Back in the throat, kind of. Mm, yeah. Lovely. What's the seagull again? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a yeah. nasty, they, I'm going to steal your chips! Yeah, yeah. they yeah. do sound malevolent, mm. yeah. I'm going to say. Mm. Is, it, is it everyone's dad calls them shit pigeons? Shite hawks, good. Shite hawks. I've not heard that before. Shite hawks, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, there we are. Yeah. Uh, Crystal my, Palace. My dad once oh. saw a um, seagull eating a poo out of a cracked seal pipe. Oh, blah. Oh. Thank you. I Thank you, everyone. I saw a seagull picking at the head of a pigeon it had just pulled off. While some other pigeons Jim. scattered around Danced. look really scared. <laughs> cool. That's like when I saw a duck do stand-up comedy. Remember I told you that? <laughs> There's like one duck, duck in the... In the um, you stay with me, Mark. One duck, <laughs> duck in the park. Actually, no, it was outside the window of my old office. Right. A duck with a lot of ducks in a semicircle around it. Mm-hmm. And it was going... And they were all laughing. And then all at the same time, they all just sort of went... Is that right? It was like yeah. the duck had told the joke. Oh, it's like, it's like cool. when you see geese um, flying south. Has anyone seen this? I, I grew up under a duck formation. flight path. Mm. Yeah. But they go, <laughs> presumably for thousands of miles. And when they fly above you, it's <laughs> chaos. And it is Conserve the your funniest thing you will ever see. <laughs> have, you sh- have, you, have, you, have you known, do you know that they've been shown to um, take it in turns to lead the V? Mm. Oh, really? To save mm-hmm. on energy and stuff. Who's nice. on point? Yeah, exactly. Who's on point? Mm, exactly. yeah. Pep Guardiola rotating his ducks. Anyway, Marcus, you've got in the running order that Hodgson believes Palace are in a relegation dogfight. Are they yeah. dogs or are they birds? Yeah. Dogfight. And also, Marcus, if, you, if <laughs> yeah. you put a game like this in the running order, this is what will happen. Yeah. It's a big derby, Jim. It's it a big is. derby. Hodgson looks bright. like an owl. Yeah, he does. he does, actually. So how is that going to skew things? I don't know. I don't throw an owl into the mix. I saw the uh, Palace Eagle. It's a majestic beast last week. What, what, what would you say Graham Potter looks like? Well, he's more. He's quite. He's almost like a mouse, isn't he? He might be in, in a bit of danger here. <laughs> I think <it's> just like, <laughs> he might end up in a pellet. <laughs> is Hodgson going to swoop for him? Yeah. yeah. Oh, just the, the seagull population of Brighton. <laughs> you know, I'd love delicious. it if you know, you know when um, you know when that you're watching a game of football on TV and the streaker mm. comes on, so they move the camera away. Yeah. Imagine if they moved the camera away and then they accidentally moved it back, and and, and Hodgson was. <laughs> Carrying off Graham Potter in his, in his talon. <laughs> well, they do have an eagle, don't they? Will they bring the eagle along? Yeah. But don't take it to Brighton, though. Well, maybe they will. Oh, it's, yeah. you know, it's, a, it's an intense game. I've it's seen the eagle one. at Benfica. The way it swoops down mm. that big stadium. Mm. It, it's mesmerising. Majestic. 
It really is. Did Benfica buy that eagle from another team? I don't know. <laughs> Where I think, you I get think your, that might have happened. Short eagle they steal it like Manchester United stole Man City's uh, stadium announcer many years ago. Did they? Really? Yeah. Hey, I didn't know that. It's called yeah. Alan. He's a magnificent man. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Palace are 13th with 33 points. Brighton are 15th with 28 points. Yeah, as, again, as Jim's already said, it's hard to think of things to say. Okay. So yeah. things like seagulls and eagles, eagles are going to... Uh-huh. Well, don't worry. I came prepared. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I was thinking about uh, Brighton's next fixtures. They've got Wolves away. Um, and and then I started thinking about Roy Hodgson as I do. And and funnily enough, both of those managers are on an illustrious list of managers that have been mentioned in parliamentary debates or, or chats. As it was, I suppose it's always a debate, really, in Parliament, mm. isn't it? They tend not to just gather around for a little chat unless it's yeah. at the bar. Uh, but yes, uh, uh, Nuno, he's, he's on there. Uh, he is on so this there. is the Hansard kind of record of every, every manager that's been mentioned. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I don't have everything, but a, a good friend of mine uh, who will remain nameless, yeah. of course, because he wants to keep his job. Oh, off, computer off hacker. <laughs> Dominic Cummings. <laughs> definitely Dominic Cummings. <laughs> I am not friends with that man. Yeah. But my mate, he said, he, he said he was quite bored listening to a debate in Parliament recently uh, and, and uh, Big Nuno got mentioned. He said, I turned to wondering about which managers have inspired our elected representatives to the most mentions in our mother of parliaments. Luckily, everything that has ever been said in public is a matter of public record in Hansard. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the uh, list. So we've got the current list of Premier League managers in there. Uh, and so the most mentions in Parliament for current Premier League managers right. are, with five mentions, Roy Hodgson. Oh, Roy the boy. And Jose Mourinho. Yes, yeah, so mm. it can't make sense. Makes yeah, it, does, it does make sense. A little bit further down. Jurgen Klopp and David Moyes are on three. David? Yeah. Why David Moyes, do you reckon? It can't get better than this. It just can't. <laughs> Pep Guardiola is there on two. I think, actually, Nuno might have had a couple... Big Brendy's got a couple. Has he? Brendan Rodgers has got a couple. Frankie Lampard's got a couple. Sean Dyche and Chris Wilder and Mikel Arteta are all on yeah, one. But do you know why? I, th- I think I think the Dyche and Wilder ones will yeah. be a local MP saying, would mm. the house like to join yeah. me and congratulating the team for promoting to the Premier League? It it's great for the area. Yeah. And everyone goes, rah, 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 rah. You know what I mean? That's, that's <laughs> yeah. probably what's happening. That sounds about right. I'm thinking now. Of, but Arteta, an early mention. Yeah, that, that is a stranger. I'm thinking now of D Ream doing a, a song called It Can't Get Better. It just can't sort of in reference <laughs> to their early Speaking hit, of Dominic Cummins, you know in Dominic Cummins famously said you he, want, of he wanted loads of um, outsiders and weirdos to join mm. him. Mm. Donny, Pete Donny, get why me in there. Involved? Get me in there. Well, you can... even just to upgrade their RAM. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> Do you reckon the computers in there are, are dreadful? So you probably get get a bit of action yeah. on that. I mean, we haven't got a great record of that. We ordered a new computer. It was dead on arrival, yeah. the engineer said. Dead on arrival. So I've been using that phrase a lot recently. Dead yeah. on, It's dead on arrival, guys. Blimey. Well, the, the manager who's top of the <laughs> this list... This relegation dogfight is dead on arrival. Who's way at the top of the list with 66 mentions. Alex Ferguson. Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. I'll tell be. you what, though. On 24, is Sir Gareth Southgate. Sir Ooh, Gareth Southgate. That's not, only going to increase when we, when we lift the cup. Now, the records had to go back a bit to get this man's numbers up. But on 23 mentions... Keggy Keegan. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Uh, Still 23. That's pretty good. And then as I said, I did promise another mention for Big Vang. He's on 21 mentions, but he was the subject of a debate. He had his own debate. What was that about? Uh, Goodness knows what. Whether to call him Wenger or Big Vang, presumably. (laughs) And we'll finish with this one on seven mentions. It's Fengorn Eriksson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always going to be in there. Always going to be. All right, should we do Betway's four to score? I I like you've you've put this game last sort of almost as a tribute to match of the day, I feel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's where it's going to be at the weekend. Because we we are so confident it's going to be a great game that we'll hopefully talk about it on Monday, of course, unless it's crap. And of course, we're now doing the most important part of the show, Jim. Absolutely. Very, very obviously, it's Betway's four to score. Mm. Entry into which is absolutely free. And as I watch Marcus, Marcus's cursor 
hammering itself around the shared document <laughs> because he's forgot to put his player in. <laughs> Luckily, your fourth game, so you've got a bit of time. Yeah. And um, my choice is already made for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Really. All you've got to do is pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches each round. If you're correct, you can win up to £25,000 this week. Not bad, considering it's free to play. Mm. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. Uh, Jim, you have the first game, as is the custom. It's Watford v Liverpool. Uh-huh. I've gone for Sadio Mane um, for a number of reasons. Firstly, he's, he's really good, isn't he? Uh, and secondly, he had a goal chalked off for offside, didn't he, against West Ham. Yep. He, he looked like he knew it was offside. He was a bit annoyed, but I think he's that sort of player where he want revenge. Yeah. So he want to get that goal. Right, Sadio Mane. Jim, uh, sorry, Pete, game number two is Everton v Manchester United. Uh, it's going to be goal number two for uh, Bruno Fernandes. So, uh, good luck that man. Yeah. Well, what, did you bully him? No, up. I didn't say anything. No, I didn't oh, say nothing. No. So scoring twice two games in a row. You get yeah. it for. Pete's picking an attacking Pete. player who will probably play. Yeah, yeah. and we'll take penalties. Yeah, it's good. Learning. Good. Possibly free um, kicks as well. I've got Aston Villa v Man City, the big cup final. I didn't give that to myself. I'm just always game three and that's how it fell today. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone for Kevin De Bruyne. Yes. Um, don't need to give you guys reasons why. And Marcus, uh, you've got Spurs v Wolves. Of course, I've gone for Raul Jimenez. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> got, it's like he's doing it to spite us at this point. Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's so happen. he will score, but it'll be the second or the third yeah. goal of the game. <laughs> um, but you still get a bit of kudos for that on Monday. Yeah. Um, betway.com forward slash four to score. It's free to play. Just select the first goal scorer in Betway's four games to win up to £25,000. 18 plus. Do gamble responsibly. Bet the responsible way. Indeed. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our favourite part of the week. It's the Masked Winger. Who's under there? Under the mask. Let's see if we can figure it out. Let's see if we can figure it out. It's the mask winger. Down the mask winger, there is a mystery footballer under a mask, and it was nominated by Mr. Charlie Craven. Thank you, Charlie, for this nomination. While the music's on, like Pete's getting his box ready, oh, emptying yeah. it all out. Yeah. Jim and I are taking a sip of water, composing ourselves. Mark yeah. is dancing along. We're, we all compose ourselves in different ways for this <laughs> yeah. very important part of the show. Exactly. Let me just put the... can, can, I, can I have a guess? Was that a bat? Yeah, battery fell out of it, or possibly out of you. <laughs> I've just put the mic back up so you can speak cool. into All it right. again. Stop, Thanks, is it Damien Duff? It's not Damien Duff. Where's this come from? Where's that come it's from? his surname. It's, I thought that maybe that was a clue. Charlie Craven? Yeah, Craven Cottage. And CC and DD? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like uh, your thinking. Yeah. Sweet. Um, <laughs> um, you thinking um, about Bon Jovi again? <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> right, first clue. I was born on the 5th of February, 1965. Ugh. Oh. What was that noise? Uh, By my maths, that makes him 55 years old. 55. Stop. Peter Reed. Incorrect. <laughs> Maybe older than that, wouldn't he? Probably. Stop Paul Merson? Or would he be younger nope. than that? No, he'd be younger. Yeah. Nope. I made 125 peer- appearances for my country, scoring 35 goals. 125 games? Flipping Nora. Stop. Go on. Go on. Is it Peter Shilton? No, he's older. He's older. 35 goals. And, and, no. Oh, fuck, yeah. And, and also, <laughs> I was thinking of the cat. Also, I know there's a little bit of leeway with winger, but come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, can I just, I just want to double check for my own standards that Peter Shilton had, did get exactly 125 I think cash. I think he cool. did. That's what I thought. I, I haven't gone, have I? Can I, can I stop? Yeah, he did. Jim. Ali McCoist. It's not Ali McCoist, no. He never got I was, 125. I was sent off for my last game for my national team in a major tournament. Oh. 
Stop, Stop. Georgie Hadji. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Were you saying anything in Top corner, Mark. Did you definitely say stop the whistle? Under the mat. I got that Under the mat. Well played. How did you get that? It's amazing. I remember him getting sent off against Italy in the Euros. I was going to say he's a Dan anyway. Oh, wait. Come on. My son was born in Istanbul, but elected to play for the country of my birth and currently has 10 full caps. He's also playing for Rangers. He is. He's now the owner of a team in Romania. So well done, uh, Georgie Hadji. Oh. And that was... It's the Mask Winger! That was It's the Mask Winger. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard your intro, Sunshine. That is, they are said, that's, that is how you normally construct sentences, speak to yeah. you guys. That's fair yeah. enough. Oh, lovely old Correct. job. Uh, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure. That was it's the football you. ramble. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the preview show, of course, on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. I'm back tomorrow with Jonathan Wilson for a Greatest Games podcast, which you will bloody love, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank, thank, you. thank you, listeners. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production. <laughs> little, little bit of yeah boss at the end hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out Quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands and the best part they're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.